Hello and welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from the quarantine cabin with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. I'll say it again. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Uh, we got amazing emails. I'm going to do a... I'll do a few emails. I'll read the ads. Go support the sponsors because they support this show. Again, remember last episode, I did a whole thing about Barrel of Monkeys. You, If the ads can support you, then you support the ads because the ads will support me. Do we understand that? They're giving you free money. Just take it. Um, I'm going to do a coronavirus rant of the day. I'll do a charcuterie chat, and then we're out of here. YouTube, get on YouTube. Subscribe. If you're, if you're here... If you're listening right now and you haven't done YouTube yet, do your boy Papa JT, the Wizard of Haas, the Sultan of Scream, the Conalingus Czar, the Climax King, the Board Lord. Do me a favor. Go on YouTube. Get subscribed. Get involved. I'm putting videos there every single day. And I've had people, they're like, man, watching this on YouTube is a Game changer. Because I'm not like, it's not like a camera is coming from the great beyond. I'm looking right at you. I'm pointing at you. That's right. I'm looking at you, Joe Listener. I'm listening to you, Sally Streams. Get involved. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Morning after breakfast burrito blunder. Dear Board Lord, thank you for all the amazing content and advice. You are now a part of my daily routine. I even talked to you about my friends so much that they know who I mean when I say I feel like Jared would say XYZ. You're on a first name basis in my friend group, LOL. I appreciate that. Totes preach, baby girl. Anyways, here's my question. I've noticed that it seems like no matter what happens during the day with a partner, could be a full day of drinks and food or a late night hookup, I always struggle with what to do in the morning. If it were just me, the way I deal with a hangover and a little sleep is to try and sleep as long as humanly possible until I am finally starving enough to scrounge something up in the kitchen. But if I have someone in my bed, I feel like this strategy is weird and could potentially be off-putting. I wonder if since they are at my place, they expect me to get up and cook them a meal or order Postmates or suggest breakfast places. I felt this awkward pull of what to do next in many different scenarios. Is it just that I might not be with the right people that I don't feel comfortable enough to actually sleep next to them so that I am too exhausted to even facilitate a meal? Does that mean I'm not with the right person or is this just normal when just getting to know someone? Sometimes I even look forward to them to to leave so I can finally get some good sleep. Should I just suck it up and push through the hangover to try to do something fun and continue the party? I asked because one time a girlfriend stayed over and hooked up with one of my guy friends and they woke up early and went and got coffee and food at 8 a.m. and I was blown away. Wait, people do that? How ambitious. LOL. What are your thoughts? I would say it's this weird thing where people think if you do, let's uh, just generally, people will generally write into this podcast that if I have this big old day after we've hooked up the night before, the hookup is now more important. I understand where that comes from. That comes from a, wow, we're, we're not in a drunken stupor. But let's think of convenience. They're already at your place. They're already hanging there. So the idea of the hangout the next day meaning something more 
is really flawed because they didn't have to get off their own couch. They didn't have to set aside a part of their day. They're already there. They're already saying, oh, yeah, I'll do breakfast. I think that's more often than not, and I'll do breakfast. And again, if you do decide to, like, get back together and you do make the effort to, like, make the plans and then have a sleepover and then they stay over then, that's a different story. But I would say I, I think we need to put less less uh we need to put less weight on the idea of somebody hanging for breakfast the next morning it's to me the equivalent of you're having a play date and the mom goes we made extra food and they go yeah okay i don't want to drive home you know when you're doing you know, so when you're younger so i don't think also that you're messing anything up by ending a good time a little bit earlier I think that's self-preservation. I'm with you. I could like someone a lot. I still want my own bed. I still want to sleep in. I still want to, like, get my day started. I still want to have my own day, and I want to, like, kind of be, I want to, like, uh, kind of, like, cut off the ending. So, I mean, you asked, does that mean, uh, should I order the, cook, I should cook them a meal or Postmates or suggest breakfast places? Like, uh, who do you think you're hooking up with? Where's my breakfast, bitch? Like, I, I think that would be absurd. So if I'm in the situation where I'm not exclusive, serious, again, I, I give these strategies, but like, if you want to stay for, if you look at someone and they go, hey, you want to get breakfast? That's great. Do it. Get to know each other. But if you're in someone's bed and you go, I got to get, you know what? I want to have my day. I think it's okay to just a, a little subtle excuse, subtle lie. Hey, I, I got to go meet with my family. They're in town. I got to go talk to them. Yeah, good. It gets you out. The lie will not be looked into. I think both parties kind of look at the lie and go, good. You know, take, take, take the, ta I'll take the excuse. Great. I got it. And anyone who won't, like that's an, a, a monster of a person. Just let me have the lie. Let me have the excuse. Get me out of here. If someone is in my bed, hey, this was so much fun. Um, I'm going to make coffee, but I got to also get up. I got somewhere to be by 11. Is that cool with you? Set the expectation. Offer coffee. Be a nice person. Be a human. But also, 11. Point, you know, TikTok, bitch. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Do I need tough love from you, or should I try and reach out to her again? Jared, Feather Feather, I'm a huge fan who listens to every podcast. Love your YouTube channel. Thank you. I share all the stories with my friends, and I'm here for your Bachelor reviews. We have the same sense of humor, and I fucking love the advice you give on a daily basis. Keep the Lord's work. Let's get to it. I'm a 26-year-old guy on the East Coast who started dating this girl two weeks before the lockdown began. We went on two of the best dates I've ever had, and after the second date, I spent the weekend at her place. It was dope. <laughs> she was speaking in future tense with me. Easy, not as big a deal. People speak in future tense because it feels good to say that to someone. But I, I hear you. 
Like, we'll be dating for years, future vacation plans, name of kids, shit that usually scares me away. I'm usually the last guy looking for a relationship, but with this girl, it felt different, and I was starting to think I was ready to settle down. Fast forward to the lockdown, and she went to her house down the shore with her family to quarantine. We spoke every day and FaceTime too until about nine weeks into the quarantine, she ghosted me out of nowhere, which I'm not finding out, uh, which I am not finding out is as shitty as advertised. I texted her asking what happened, and she answered, "It's just the quarantine. Nothing is uh, wrong. Is nothing wrong? Is nothing is wrong? Nothing happened." And then she continued to ghost me. I usually am not one for to get hung up on this shit, uh, but I can't think of a single thing I did wrong, and can't think of a reason why she would have such a dramatic change of heart. Should I just move on and stop thinking about this or will uh, or with things opening back up and her being home? Should I reach out and give it another shot? I know the answer is usually in the email and I don't want to be one of these people who stay hung up on someone for too long, letting other things pass by. I just can't help but think that what we were starting was the beginning of something real. Thanks for all you do. I listen, man, appreciate the email. I'll start with. uh, Should I just should I stop thinking about this? I can't tell you to stop thinking about this. I, 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 I can't even, I could tell you to go hang out with friends and call, uh, you know, girls or, you know, call, call family and all that. But I can't really tell you to, uh, how to feel. And that would be ridiculous. But I will say this. You did nothing wrong. All you did from the sound of your email was honestly try to get to know someone that you were enjoying their company. And that's, that's as good as you can do. We don't know what's going on on her side. I will say this, considering your email, I don't, and, and I'm sure you can go through your head right now, go through your memories. I'm sure she is not going to her family. Oh, this guy, oh, this guy who's living in a Northeast city and has a job and is 26 and seems like he wants to get to know me, is trying to get to know me. Oh, I can promise that. She might be saying, this guy's a really nice dude, but I was kind of seeing someone before and this is moving too fast and I, I'm not really sure and we only get to FaceTime and we're learning, running out of things to talk about. Those are all more normal thoughts of what could be going on. What I would say right now is kind of one of those periods where you've, you've given her all the tools to get in touch with you. She has your number. You asked her what's up. She said nothing's wrong. There's really nothing more you can do. Here's what I would encourage you to do. Be on the apps. Do some swiping. Reach out to friends. Hang with them. When you're out, when your city is a little more opened up and you're out at a nighttime open, open air you know, place having a couple drinks with your boys, send a text. Hey, I don't think you should take it personally. Don't take it personally, but also know that you're a great party that anyone should want to party at. So next time you're out with friends, hey, I was thinking about you. I hate that we never really got a chance to keep dating. If you're out tonight, I'm out getting drinks. And I think what happens with a lot of these quarantine relationships, you said you, you're nine weeks in a row, you're talking every day. It's like, oh my God, we're already farther ahead than I am ready to be with someone. And when we get out and we see each other finally again, now we're, we're two dates in, but we're actually nine weeks in. And I think that's scary to people. So I think 
if you cannot take it personally and revert to casual, like, hey, I'm out. If you're and some friends want to get drinks, we're here. Then you get in front of them. I remember when I sold life insurance, I, someone once told me, they're like, no sale happens over the phone. They only happen in person. Sales only happen in person. What, what does that mean? That means if you're out and casual and you say, hey, I got something to sell you and it's me, that's a different scenario. Now they come in front of you, they go, wow, we do have a good time together. Wow, I forgot what it was like to get drinks with him. He is good looking. I, you can forget that over the phone and you can get scared of it and you end up getting scared of the vague and it's not about you. So don't take it personally. Be casual, go on the apps, hang with friends, be open to meeting new people, but also be open to sending a very pleasantly, I call it pleasantly persistent. You, don't, you, you wanna say, hey, you don't wanna push, but I'm here because I'm still thinking about you. And maybe that's two weeks from now, maybe that's a month from now, who knows when that is. But if you're still thinking about them, you let them know, be a little vulnerable. Hey, I was actually just thinking about you. I, I, it sucks that we never got to go out again. Uh, things are opened up. If you're out tonight, I'm down for you to come meet up with us. Also, I'm around next week if you want to get a drink. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. New fling won't meet my parents. Am I overreacting? Hey, guys, I need some advice. Oh, she sent this to me and you up, but I'll, I'll answer it. I started hanging out, going out with this guy a few weeks ago. We've had multiple sleepovers, gone out to dinner, fun boat dates, etc. This past weekend, I invited him to my dinner with my family, and he won't go. I realize that it's still early, but I don't see what the big deal is. Am I overreacting? Help. I really like him, and he seems to like me, too. You're not overreacting. You named this new fling won't meet my parents. Um, I'm just... If I saw, if you guys are both calling it a fling, your definition of fling might be, eh, we're in a fling, and then we'll see what happens. His definition of fling might be, I'm in a fling. I'm not meeting her fucking parents. So I think this is about getting on the same page as what this is and how it could lead to something. You've had multiple sleepovers, and you've gone out to dinner. You mentioned singular dinner, fun boat dates, multiple dates on boats. I mean, where are we living? Heaven? Uh, and you invite him to dinner. The Won't go is bad. No, I'm not going to meet your parents. That's bad. Hey, do you think this is the... I, I'm not sure if I'm ready for that yet is actually good because at least it's an admission that we will get there soon. Won't go is basically saying, yeah, we're just fucking. Why would I meet a parent? So I don't think you're overreacting. I think you need to be more honest of how you see this going. If you're calling it a fling, I don't know if you're matching his language because he called it a fling. I, I don't know. But I would let this guy know, hey, I would say to him, hey, man, it kind of makes me mad that you just like were against parents in general. It's one thing to not want to meet them now. I get it. It might be a little early, but my parents are really cool. They love meeting guys, and they're, they're not going to, like, I don't take meeting my parents as, and also you could say, I don't take meeting my parents, meeting my parents as, like, the be-all, end-all for we're engaged to be engaged. You can say that. I go hang with my parents all the time, and they, they're fun people, and I, like, I, like, treat them as, like, my parents are, like, friends of mine. I call them and have similar conversations with them that I would have with a friend, so, you know, I enjoy meeting, hanging out with my parents. He might have a different expectation of a parent meet. His might be, 
put up the napkin and, ooh, and how are you, Mr. S- Mr. Mr. Smith? Your idea of meeting parents might be like, yeah, we fucking chug margaritas and my mom says uncomfortable shit, come. So I think that's also might be a misunderstanding where your view of what parent meeting is different than what his view is. JTrainPodcast.gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Opinion wanted. Huge fan, literally call you my rabbi. I tell my friends, my rabbi Jared said this today. I want to get your advice on this situation. I matched with a guy on J-Swipe, the Jewish Tinder. At the beginning of quarantine, we were texting for five weeks. Really good conversations. I held off for a while to FaceTime with him because I feel like I have much, uh, I have a much shyer personality in person. She put in quotes. We finally FaceTime and it went well. During the FaceTime, we spoke about some plans for post-quarantine, whenever that was going to be. The following week, the conversations were short throughout the day, and then after silence of 48 hours, I came to my own conclusion of being ghosted. I don't think you should ever come to your own conclusion of being ghosted. I did hear you talk about saving phone numbers for post-quarantine, which is why my question is. I've been in New Jersey, and he's been in Long Island during quarantine. That's the old Jewish combo, New Jersey and Long Island. I'm planning on going out to Long Island to visit some friends, socially distance, and maybe I would add him to the list of visits. Do you think I should reach out to him or leave it? If I'm shooting my shot, how should I go about getting back in touch with him? Do you think I should send him a text the night before the day uh, that I'm heading out there? Or can I drop my location pin so he knows that I'm around? I think that's all not good. Would love to see what you have to say about this. So, the main part of this email that I want to concentrate, the following week, the conversations were short throughout the day, and then after silence of 48 hours, I came to my own conclusion of being ghosted. I don't think that's the answer. I, and then I don't think, well, I've been ghosted. I'll just disappear, and then you show up like, I'll be in Long Island tomorrow. Please, let's hang out. Like, I don't think that's the answer. I think it's like, hey, we were texting for a while. You kind of disappeared. I'd love to get a drink when this is all over. How do you feel about that? I think calling out like, hey, I, I was looking forward to meeting and it kind of felt like we kind of dropped off. Do you have any, uh, are you down for that? If not, that's cool. I would like, you know, let them know. Listen, I'm, I'm looking to get a drink. I'm looking to get to know you more. And and I'm also coming, you know, I, you could say, I would do that text now, not the day before. And then maybe, you know, conversation strikes back up. Hey, I'm actually going to Long Island to do some social distance dates. Would you ever want to hang out on one of those days? I, I would put it in that terms instead of like hi i'm here I, I i happen to be in long island tomorrow nobody likes to be happened upon so i think the text is have a little vulnerability hey we were texting for like whatever and it felt like i got short and you kind of disappeared on me i'm down to get drinks i don't know how you feel and he'll be agreeable, usually. He'll be like, you know what, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, things got crazy You know, with work. He'll give a bunch of bullshit excuses. And he'll be like, oh, we should definitely get drinks. And then you say, like, you know, uh, well, I'm going to actually be in Long Island in a couple weeks. I'd love to, like, get together while I'm out there. If you know, And if he's not up for that type of meeting, then you're looking for two different things. You're looking to actually get to know someone, and he's looking to, like, have another number in his phone that could be an option. Podcast at gmail.com, Podcast at gmail.com. We're sponsor people. Here are the sponsors. FabFitFun. Love FabFitFun. 
Go to FabFitFun.com and get your first box, uh, $10 off your first box. That's a great deal. Features socks. Most These are great socks. Uh, use code JTRAIN at Features.com. Features.com, use code JTRAIN for $10 off your first pair. Feels CBD. I use this. It's great. Uh, they have a hotline where you can talk to a professional that can make you, you know, understand what they're doing. Feels, F-E-A-L-S dot com slash JTrain for 50% off your first order and free shipping. MeUndies, they're on every podcast. Uh, they're great underwear. I love them. I hope you use my code. Go to MeUndies.com slash JTrain for 15% off your first pair. Free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee. Noom, I use Noom. I like Noom. Little changes lead to big ones. If you've been struggling with your weight in quarantine, you're not alone. Uh, develop a better relationship with food and your body at noom.com slash jtrain and start losing weight for good. So all of the sponsors are represented in my in the description of the episode. Let's do the coronavirus rant of the day. Hit the music, Shelby. Today's coronavirus rant of the day is about health food. Can we stop naming health food? The like, like as if like, look, can we stop naming it for women? Can we stop naming it like I'm on some sort of journey to find myself through health? I was in the supermarket and I put up a tweet about this the other day. Jess and I were in the supermarket and she goes, Jared, they have the enlightened you like. And it's like, I do like enlightened. Enlightened are like low fat, low calorie keto bars. And I do like enlightened, but you're the 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 enlightened you like like that makes it sound like I like walk around the house being like you know what brand represents me I'm just an enlightened guy you know I just love how it's low cal low sugar it's like can we name one of these low fat ice cream bars just like ice cream cream bars here's your Here's your, here's your dessert after a meal that you ate too much of, but you have to have dessert because you're a fat fuck. Can we name it something a little bit cooler than enlightened? Ooh, do you want your cloudy? Here's the cloudy dreams you like. Here's your enthusiasm, enthusiastic. Like everything has to be named in something empowering when I'm trying to fucking not be, have the full fat ice cream. Can't it just be, here's your ice cream with a wink on it like, yeah. Instead, it's got to be enlightened. Here's your enlightened... And they are good. This isn't even sponsored. I'm just saying, name it like... You're, you, you know, you don't want to be obese bars. Like something to make me feel like... I, like, just the way it was yelled. Like I got embarrassed. They have the enlightened you like. You like. I like them. Like it's a girl I've been talking about and I have a crush on. Everything. It's all. It's all the Weight Watchers, and and uh, you're you're amazing, and you have a great personality, but you could lose a few. Like everything has to be an embarrassing thing. Husky. Chub Chub bars. Here's your Chub Chub bars to lose your Chub Chub. Jared, they have the Chub Chub bars you like. Why not, Jared? They have ice cream. That is less embarrassing. That's today's coronavirus rant of the day. You can send in your coronavirus rant to jtrainpodcast.gmail.com, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Let's do a charcuterie chat. Uh, 
Let's do a charcuterie chat. I got to find it. Um, here it is. Hit the music, Shelby. Today's charcuterie chat is about a bread board. I'm showing this board on Instagram that I found. It's from Dreamboard SEO, Dreamboards Co. And it is a charcuterie inside of bread. Nobody wants this. Nobody. And it's got uh, salami. It's got olives. It's got a caprese salad. It's got meat. If I saw this on the table, I would assume to roll it up and just eat it like a sandwich and go, hey, there's pits in this sandwich. I wouldn't think, like, are we going to pick stuff off this board? And then what's the expectation? You know what What annoys me most about this board? I'm, I'm not, I'm, stop calling it a board. This loaf of bread. You know what annoys me about this loaf of bread is that there's no crackers. And you know why there's no crackers? Because at some point, you could look at someone in the party and you go, Hey, uh, are there any crackers for the prosciutto? And they go, just tear off, tear off the bread. It's the breadboard. And now you have to have a piece of cold, soggy bread that has some tomato on it for some reason. And, and you can't even have a hard, crisp cracker to put with it. Oh, just tear off the board. That's what it's there for. No, it's there for you to put up a picture. And so that people can go, oh, look at you turn bread into the board. No, di- stop it. Stop it. I want the meats and cheeses to be on a board, and I want a diversity of crackers on there so that I can pick and choose. I don't want to have half a sub and that I'm ripping off and that everyone at the party's touching and ripping to get the piece of the bread. And it's wet and cold and soggy, and it has other meat sweats on it. This is not delicious. This is not fun. This is taking away from the whole charcuterie board experience. That's today's charcuterie chat. You can send in yours to jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. That's today's episode. We'll be back next week. No, we'll be back tomorrow. Boom.